0: Hi there, welcome to Bias Chinese. This is purely, deeply, truly, personal. I'm a Mananian Chinese mainlander, and I've spent the first 30 years of my life in China, which means I've been through the reform and opening up, the earthquake in 2008, the buildup of the Great Firewall, and lastly, the COVID-19. In this podcast, I just want to give a common individual Chinese perspective on the things happening. Because I'm sick of propaganda. And I simply don't want to be represented by anyone else without my consent. Like millions of the commoners in China, here's what I think. If you mean to do business in China, or if you have been doing so, after this episode, please correct me if you can. Let's start from the most recent case. On November 3rd, 2023, yeah, it occurred just last week, a financial company in Shanghai took a steel manufacturer in Jiangsu into the court under Jiangsu jurisdiction. And sued it for 10 billion RMB compensation. So the reason? The company in Shanghai found heavy pollution on the land bought from the manufacturer in 2016. Sounds simple, right? What makes this case interesting is that first, 10 billion is the largest lawsuit since the establishment of PRC in 1949. Second, the plaintiff and a defendant of this case are both state owned enterprise. And more, the company in Shanghai is in charge of the core financial center called the Lu Jia and is sued alongside the steel manufacturer, other four environmental investigation centers in Jiangsu province. So basically, you can regard it as a lawsuit between two neighbor provinces, or in Chinese communist jargon. It's a case between one unit against another five units, which is rare because they are from the same family in the eyes of Chinese people. And taking it into court is something that's just never happened before. If you don't understand what I'm saying, that means you are taking it as a business affair. Let's think into the box. Imagine you're sitting in the office of this Jiangsu steel manufacturer as a secretary, and the following would be the conversation you have with your leader. Yeah, we Chinese call the boss leader, and there's a reason for it. I'll let you some time to think. Oh crap, leader. They sued us and let the news out to the press. It seems they're serious now. How much did they ask? 10 billion. And besides us, they also sued the environment department. Those brats. They want us to pay for all they wish. Yeah, those bastards. It's their fault. Those phony brought the UK in. I told them not to do so. The Westerners are pighead. They just don't play our rules. What's the name of the school again? Something like Reading. Reading University? Tell our people never let them into our province and tell the Provincial General Secretary of National Security about it. You know how to do so. Brilliant! Sure, sir. And do we respond to the subpoena from the court? What are you talking about? Are you working here for the first day? Book a room at our regular hotel and invite the General Secretary of Jurisdiction at Friday night and prepare five bottles of multi-spirit. I see, and how do we put the expenditure on the account? Invite also the Shanghai leader. I'll let him pay on the table. We have this reading card, which means at that time, you also invite the Secretary of National Security. Yes, sir. How about sending one of the Maotai to the Secretary of National Security right now? Good idea. Now we're talking. As long as we pass this year, Your goal is meeting the National Department. You know what I mean? Just pass this year. The rest, I don't care. Yes, sir. Alright, this is the end of a little drama in the head of a Chinese. So the fact is that Shanghai has developed 8 out of 17 projects on the land over the past 5 years. How could it just find out the pollution so late? Because one of the project is a school cooperated with Reading University from UK and it did an environment test before opening the school. Then it turned out that the pollution was so heavy that they had to cancel their opening. So it became the first domino to the rest of seven projects, which were also found heavy pollution and inhabitable. Now suppose you are a foreign company and you sued a SOE 90% you would lose and even if you won anyway, you'd probably not get a settlement as you are promised. Like it or not, unfortunately, this is still the reality of China. If you googled about something like Chinese business taboo, you'd probably heard the word guanxi and you had to figure out its translation and took it as relationship or networking. But I'm sorry from my 30-year life experience. Also, as a Mandarin mother tongue speaker, I have to tell you, the real meaning of this word should be kinship. That is to say, unless you marry a Chinese people, you won't get a business from China or retain your business till the end. More importantly, you also have to marry the correct one. If you really wish your business succeed, so who is the correct one? That's easy. Think about who is in charge of China. Think about his relatives. The closer, the better. And how about the rest of ways of doing business in China? No matter how hard you circumvent it, you'd come across this shit sooner or later, and you'd regret not marrying one of them before. So when you can't swallow this shit, you decided to leave. I sincerely hope I'm wrong, and if you have totally different experience, please correct me as much as you can.